0: Hey, Soraya, how's it going? All right, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good, doing pretty good. Can you believe we're already in autumn?
1: Believe it or not, I mean, 2020 does feel kind of eternal, but...
0: (laughs) In some ways.
1: um, In some ways, but you know, autumn makes me think that winter and then spring and new days lie ahead, so... Nice. Forward to it and adventure. And speaking of adventure, yes, and adventurous souls. Yeah, uh, why did you let our listeners know what our focus is today?
0: Okay, well, I'm glad you used the word focus because we had an album focus series a uh, ways back where we did album focus uh, episodes on the, the four primary bands of the Paisley Underground. And right. We had an episode of the Bangles all over the place. We did the three o'clock um, arrive without traveling.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Did Dream Syndicate Medicine Show? Yeah, and we did Rain Parades, Crashing Dream. Yes, but, but we only touched on four of the six Paisley Underground bands.
1: Okay, Jeff, you need to you need to explain yourself because. i'll I'll, you know go ahead tell us what you mean by six we've been working under the presumption of
0: four well that's just four is what the people who who uh who determine what it is say it is but there's have you ever heard of the term dreamers i have there's some of us out here that that are called dreamers who who think differently okay and i'm one of those so you know I like to include The Long Riders and Green on Red as part of the Paisley Underground. And we'll address that in a little bit. But yeah. we want we wanted to do some al- album focus episodes on The Long Riders and eventually Green on Red. Today we're going to talk about The Long Riders' Native Sons album. Yes. So some consider Long Riders Paisley adjacent. Yes. And then there's me.
1: And you think...
0: They're part of the Paisley Underground. Well, there and you uh,
1: go.
0: I want to read a quote about that, but w- let's go ahead and get started.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hi, this is Soraya.
0: And this is Jeff.
1: Our podcast is called Paisley Stage Raspberry and Rhyme.
0: A podcast where the two of us play music that we like and share anecdotes and background about the tunes.
1: We hope you'll join our conversation. And without further ado, agrubiar.
0: Let's get Groovy. groovy, 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 groovy. All right, but before we get started talking about the Long Riders, there was a couple uh, housekeeping issues that I wanted to mention. Sure. This is episode 98, and I mentioned that we're now in autumn of 2020,
1: Right.
0: and you probably realize this, but I don't know if our listeners do. It was about two years ago, now that we started this podcast, and we're coming up on episode number 100. We've
1: bizarre did- dude
0: i know we figured it'd be like six to eight episodes oh. <laughs> coming up on a hundred so a <laughs> uh, couple things with that um we've almost done one episode every week not quite That we took a couple breaks here and there
1: yeah, but yeah. um
0: coming up on episode number hundred 100 um we wanted to see if our listeners had any questions for us right
1: absolutely
0: yeah so Ask away ask away ask me anything ama as they <laughs> say right so on uh, episode number 100 which is two episodes from now if we have any questions um for us um about anything about our podcast or about us personally or about um our favorite whatever during um our podcast episode um, adventures. Ask away. And if if you guys want to ask us anything, please uh ask away. Uh we can be reached on email at paisleystage rnr at gmail.com. You can contact us on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, and also if you want to send in a file, uh, record yourself asking a question and uh if it's if it's not terrible we we'll into putting it on our podcast and on episode number 100. Which that is-
1: sounded a lot worse coming out.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're looking forward to celebrating two years and um, with a milestone, number one, 100. Crazy town. Crazy town, indeed. And um, also something that's new is we are now on Amazon Podcast Music, so you can Listen to us uh, via Amazon now since they are hosting podcasts mm-hmm. so if like me you happen to own one of those devices, an echo I do not want to say her name because she's right near me but if you say <laughs> her name and say play the podcast Paisley Stage Raspberry and rhyme, she will start playing episodes on, on that is that so uh,
1: that is so 1984 uh, honest. Uh, uh, Whoa, a very big brother but it's very cool
0: yes and we're also on spotify now so you can listen to us on spotify among other places itunes podbean um, wordpress etc cetera, etc cetera. last time i looked there was like 20 different places so if you want to hear us which you probably are right now <laughs> you can hear oh and youtube that's another a new one for us so our episodes are now on YouTube most of which have a static image uh, while the episode is playing and uh, there's a few of them we've released with actual video so including right. our last one with Ronnie Barnett which yeah. uh, if you want to see our mugs you can do that but today we're talking about the Paisley underground group the long riders and yes. their classic album Uh, Native Sons, which came out in 1984 on Frontier Records, which was released by Lisa Fancher on her label. Mm -hmm. We talked to her a while back. That was pretty cool. And um, we'll learn a little bit about this album as we go. But if you don't mind, Soraya, there's a quote that I wanted to read. Please. Um, You had mentioned Sid Griffin's um, quote that's in the John Doe book. Yes. I have another quote here. Please. Um, This was according to Tidal.com, T-I-D-A-L. Yes. And uh, Sid was asked, a number of bands from the 1980s LA scene, also known as the Paisley Underground scene, have recently reunited and released new material, talking about the 3x4 compilation last year or the year before now. Um, How did you relate to the term Paisley Underground back in the days? To which Sid uh, responded, Michael Quercio of the Three O'Clock coined the phrase Paisley Underground in an interview with the LA Weekly back in the day. No one in the press thought of it. The real Paisley Underground is and always was the Salvation Army, who became the Three O'Clock, and of course the Rain Parade, the Bengals, and the Dream Syndicate. No one else, he says. You will note that these are the exact four bands who are included in the recent... Yep, rock album of Paisley Underground Bands doing other Paisley Underground Bands material. So remember 3 by 4 That was great, right? Yes. But then he goes on to say, and this is really, really the, the crux of what he, he is, what he meant to say in his response. Then the Long Riders and Green on Red were included, which was nice, After all, we were all friends. We all knew each other. We all attended the other band's gigs and played music that was at least vaguely related to the other acts' music. So last week we talked about Danny and Dusty. So in addition to um, all these other things that he's talked about, knowing each other, attended each other's gigs, played music that was kind of in the same vein. I mean, playing music in the 80s based on 60s music that's about as close as it gets as ronnie mentioned they're you know they're all pretty much different but um they also played on each other's albums to an extent which we talked about last week with danny and dusty but sid goes on to say as time went on true west way up in davis california were added to the paisley underground and naked prey out in arizona were added to the paisley underground and then half of the 60s oriented Guitar bands in Southern California were Paisley Underground bands. It was really out of hand. The camaraderie of the original four Paisley Underground bands was diluted, and then diluted even further. Bands were called members of Paisley Underground, and none of us in LA knew who on earth they were. Okay, so-
1: this is where <laughs> this is where we get people saying, "Uh, oh my gosh, what? It? Opal? Opal is part of Paisley Underground? No." <laughs> I mean, we can, we can talk about, uh, you know, connections. Yes. But I have to agree with Sid here. Okay. Continue.
0: Okay. L- the last paragraph, uh, Sid goes on to say, wrapping it up. So originally, it was just the four bands I mentioned above and no one else. And yes, it was a real organic thing and not some baloney created by the media. To this day, to this second, I am fond of all of the bands above, very happy to be friends with them, and very aware of how lucky I was, not merely to be in a popular band, but part of a popular groundbreaking scene. One almost, I say almost, as influential as Memphis in 1954, Liverpool in 1963, or New York City in 1977. It was a wonderful time. Yes. So, I think it's conclusive that there were six bands in the Paisley Underground. I mean, it's in print. I'm, it's, it just comes off the page.
1: <laughs> Look, you and I can go around and around until, you know, till the cows come home. And, uh, but Sid said it. Four bands. Four bands. Then, obviously, you know, they say, hey, this scene is not just these guys. The scene, there are other bands being included in this scene. But when you think seminal, the, just the nucleus of it, I agree with Sid. Over. We can expand it. But when people said, but Sid's right. He goes, then people started throwing, you know, a bunch of bands in there that weren't part of this scene. And people, you know, Sid's got a point like if we didn't know who they were how can they be a part of this of this scene that happened to be in LA at this particular moment I have to agree with him yeah. so I don't know Jeff and I'm sure somebody's gonna say that I'm full of it or that you're full of it
0: no nobody's but... gonna say you're full of it everybody's gonna say I'm full of it so. oh
1: no 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 no! <laughs> trust me because I I i went I, I went there with Opal but anyways <laughs> Um, look, we can't deny the value of the bands that were playing this scene. And, you know, we've, we've heard so many stories of, of the crossing over, you know, um, Sid shared a place, didn't he share with, with Vicki Peterson?
0: Yes. Yeah. You know,
1: and so like, I mean, there's contact. There's contact and they're friends and you know the circles uh, mix. So we can't deny that. We can't deny and they shared so many things. And yes, I, I mean, look, uh, un- it's undebatable. Um, and I, but I think you bring up a really good point, and that is, if we're gonna talk pace in the underground, we gotta start talking. We have to start. Talking about these bands that were also part of the scene, but don't get as uh, don't get the same type of focus. Um, And I mean, you and I are big Long Riders fans, and you know, Psychedelic Country Soul was a great album. Absolutely, came out uh, last year, and I mean, they've still got something to say, and.
0: That we can but this on. album,
1: but this album that we want to focus on today. I mean, Jeff and I have only picked two tracks each, and that was like literally trying to pick your favorite child.
0: That was hard, right? Yes.
1: Um, but if you, if it's been a while since you've listened to this album, we hope that today's episode encourages you to go back because <sighs> there. This is a. I mean this is a very very good album and not a bum not a bum track in the bunch
0: agreed agreed
1: all right jeff so now that we've ticked (laughs) off quite a few people sorry amplifying the four to the six and i said what i said let's let's talk about Riders. so let's talk about native sons why is this why is it in your opinion this album so important
0: the music was just so great and it came at a time um, when, as when most of this music came out when what you heard on the radio was a lot of new wave or hair metal which was all great too uh, no doubt about it and certainly um, coming off the heels of arena rock too so these independent bands just put out this music that was nothing like you you were hearing I mean you heard you would turn on the radio and you would hear Def Leppard photograph Great song, love it. Um, you would hear, um, aha, another great song, right? So, and then you get these bands from Los Angeles just putting out this music that was like nothing you could you were hearing at the time. Right. And when I first heard uh, Native Sons, uh, which I, I think was my introduction to the band, they had a EP that came out before it, 10, which is mm-hmm. really, really good. I highly recommend that. But I think um, Still Get By from Radio Tokyo, go back and listen to our episode on Radio Tokyo if you want to hear how important that album is to me. But um, I followed it up by getting this debut album and it was even more different than the rest of the Paisley Underground albums in that this had a little more country twang to it. Uh, More so than, definitely more so than any of the other four bands and um it it the melodies were there i could hear 12 string jangly birds type influences there so it was definitely had that 60s vibe but um the different vocal styles between stephen mccarthy and sid griffin just made it very interesting cuz um each of them would have their own songs and uh it was just a blast to hear great guitar rock great melodies, that little bit of country twang. Uh, I I mentioned before that with the Danny and Dusty track that I picked, that it had that uh, sweetheart of the rodeo birds era uh, feel to it. And much like like that Danny and Dusty track uh, had that feel, so does Native Sons to me. So uh, just great, great music at a time when there was nothing else like it. Right. Right, And uh, so what about you? Do you remember when you first heard the album?
1: I do. um, And I remember at the time, at the time thinking, this isn't like any country album I ever heard. Right. But I remember at the time just thinking that. But, you know, as I've listened to it throughout the years and I want, that's because you know, it is and it isn't. It's a rock album, but it's, you know, it's got a lot of different things going on in it. This album goes hard. And it really shows us this diversity of the band's influences. But, but man, I mean, it, it it's an album that you walk away from and you go, Wow. You know, like, I need a couple more listens to kind of really dig into it. I mean, they get you hooked from the get-go, but um, it's a different, it's just a different kind of album. And, uh, I mean, I took I took to it pretty, pretty uh, quickly. So, you know, but uh, I liked it. I liked it from the first time I heard it. And, um, when you think of the timing of it you know it came out at a time when the other four bands around that time were really coming out with strong production at the same time so it's like 84 was a good year 83 84 were just these years of you know intense quality music and that's one of the things that um I don't know. At least I'm grateful for it, but
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. So in that title article on title.com that I was reading before from Sid Griffin, by any chance, do you have that pulled up? I do. They also go through album by album and uh, Sid mentions a little bit about it. By any chance, do you have the native sons? Yeah. Stuff pulled up. Uh, So Sid gives a little bit of information on that. Do you mind sharing that? Sure. In summer 1984, Los Angeles hosted the Olympics.
1: The public was warned frequently about traffic gridlock. The long riders found out AM Studio was available at a rock bottom rate, as there was concern no act would want to record during the tourist invasion of the Summer Olympics. Choosing the legendary Henry Louis as producer of Joni Mitchell, Flying Burrito Brothers, Neil Young, Leonard Cohen, we moved into A&M Studios before Herb Alpert had time to deposit our check and started work. Psychedelia was toned down, save the atmosphere close to the light, and country bluegrass and sun records rock and roll was emphasized. I had a dream, made a great, great single in Europe, and Evelis Costello signed us to his demon label in London. We were becoming an American answer to rock pile. And soon Native Sons was the number four album on the college radio slash indie charts. Back then this meant radio airplay, record sales, and positive reviews in every newspaper in the country.
0: That's crazy. That's so, pretty awesome though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, a connection with Elvis Costello, who I know is in, in your top echelon, right? Absolutely. He, he, yeah. Elvis is your Elvis is your guy. Um, and working with the producer, I'm not familiar with Henry Louis, but I, it ha, being a producer of Flying Burrito Brothers and knowing the influences of the Long Riders, they had to have been thrilled. And how funny that they got to record in A&M Studios. Uh, interestingly enough, because the Olympics were going on in Los Angeles, that gave them an opportunity to get in there when they probably wouldn't have got in there otherwise, let's be honest.
1: I, I love that part of the story. It's like, Dirt Cheap. Okay, let's go.
0: Yes. And the album, uh, as Sid mentions, it was either number four or number four here and maybe number one in the UK. I remember mm-hmm. reading, if it wasn't the album, it was the single, I Had a Dream, that made it right. to number one or number four. Either either way, uh, the album and the single uh, were like in the top five in the UK indie charts. So very cool. And this album we can say um Tom Stevens joins the band. So this is the first release with Tom Stevens on it cuz he was not a part of 10561 their original right. EP. So anyways, lots of great music um 1984 Frontier Records um so many so many good songs. How did how did you narrow it down to two? And which one do you want to play first?
1: Well, you made it easy because i had you pick first
0: (laughs) so that narrowed down
1: i said okay so i got some other ones um but i went with songs that i listened to over and over and Uh that's how i that's how i picked and i think i think i picked two really good ones and i think you picked some great ones too so all right jeff you're gonna go first
0: i'm gonna go first okay well i am going to pick one of two songs that uh, my band at the time started playing. We tried to learn a couple songs off this album, and we would play them. So the band uh, was originally called The Insignificants. I think I've talked about the, that before. Yes. Um, we ended it with C-A-N-apostrophe-T-S. So we, not only were we insignificant, but we were insignificant insignificants. Uh, we later changed the name because our parents said that was too negative to 59 Senses, which was based on a sale that um, Carl's Jr. had, which was a hamburger place. And they had a sale on their famous star for 59 cents. So we changed the name of the band to 59 Cents and spelled it S-E-N-C-E-S. So trying to play off like the 60s kind of feel of like. Thirteenth floor elevators, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, anyway, so we we learned. I've got air quotes. Two of the songs off the album that we would play, and we would play at parties and stuff um, in n- North San Diego County uh, kegger parties. We would call everybody go to the end of the cul-de-sac, and somebody would a couple people would bring a keg in the back of their trucks. So we were all in high school, and one of the songs that we learned was this one. It was Run Dusty Run. And uh sorry, I I'm sure we sounded terrible, but it was a we loved the song so much, uh, and it was a lot of fun and it was a song that would get our friends dancing, right? I mean, granted most of them were drunk,
1: but <laughs> Hey man, that that doesn't mean nothing.
0: Doesn't mean anything. But uh, I still love the song and it still brings back a lot of memories. So I had to go with it just for nostalgia reasons. Um I don't know if it's my favorite song on the album, but as you mentioned, there's not a bum track in the album, so you can't go wrong. I, I could blindly pick any two and love them, but this has that personal memory of 59 Senses trying to play, play songs. So this was, uh, it had to have been around that time, 1984, 1985. Um, but this is the version, not by 59 Senses, this is the Long Riders from Native Sons, Run Dusty Run. Yes. Good night. hey hey who, who took off with a keg
1: <laughs> who unplugged our mics
0: yeah that happened a lot too
1: oh my god but see like that song i can totally get you guys just rocking out getting people grooving easy yeah,
0: yeah. easy peasy right right yeah
1: uh that's why okay so you have that tr- uh, run Dusty run number four track Yes. I picked the number two track.
0: Oh, which uh, remember, Ronnie said he's really interested in number two tracks in sequential order.
1: And let me tell you, this number two puts you on your butt. It is so stinking good. And I will, I do want to um, add, Jeff and I are using the original track listing from the original 84 release. Yes, But, as you may know or may not know, there are bonus tracks on uh, um, re-releases from 87, 92, and 2011 have the deluxe reissue. Um, And you did mention uh, Radio Tokyo Tapes. And the song I picked is Still Get By. And there's a demo version of this on Radio Tokyo, which is beautiful, amazing. And it uh, was included in the 2011 deluxe reissue. So uh, if you haven't heard it in a a while, go pull out your Radio Tokyo tapes. Please. If not, pull out your reissue of Native Sons. And if you don't have either of those,
0: it's available on iTunes. Yes. And shame on you.
1: (laughs) Shame on you for not having this in LP form. But... uh, an amazing rock song still get by hey!
3: but just a little girl she's not too cool
0: So many elements of that song that are so good
1: can we talk about greg yes dude the drumming on this is ridiculous
0: yes he's
1: so stinky good but the guitar work mwah, the yes. vocals mwah. and I then mean,
0: sit on that mouth harp dude and...
1: sid the squid <laughs>
0: at the time <laughs> yeah. Ah, yes yeah dude, such a great
1: no, there is nothing i don't like about this song
0: Yes, I Okay,
1: agree. and tell me tell me, Jeff. How do you like them vocals?
0: oh so good. Yes, it sounds great. Yeah, the when they come in with a
1: uh, Oh, it's, it's harmony. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's uh, it's heaven.
0: Yes. Yes. And <sighs> if you can't say that the long riders weren't influenced by the 60s when you listen to that part. I mean those the harmonies I alone. I mean that's they're definitely influenced from the 60s and i'll add that this was the second song that 59 senses would play so still get by Dude. Run dusty run. so yeah
1: all right so yeah. jeff i'm gonna i'm gonna do, give you a little info okay so we'll okay. start off with your number one pick run dusty run two minutes 24 still get by 250 two two minutes 50 seconds I'm going to go to my second pick because I want to end on yours and I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Jeff and and I have talked often about how powerful a song can be in a short amount of time. So notice, run, dusty, run. Boom. That's like a sucker punch. Right? (laughs) Yes. 24 seconds. Still get by. Beautiful song for number two. Two minutes 50. My next pick Goes a little beyond three minutes. Uh oh. Three minutes, six seconds.
0: Stick, stick with us, Jim. <laughs> From the JFK conspiracy. <laughs> yeah.
1: We're
0: and it's, the threshold.
1: It is the amazing Sid Griffin song "Tell It to the Judge" on Sunday.
2: Down Sunday
1: can write a song yeah Jeff just, just this is the part that I love because of the change in tempo to kind of emphasize the point you come a stomping in here like you own the joint and that's wrong you probably think I want to hear your sad, sad song but I love that that low tempo That go like, you know like you could almost imagine uh, you know somebody the playing a violin
0: yeah
1: well maybe sometime when I was younger I'd put up with that swill and then boom, switch. But I've been a jailer for twenty-three years now, and I got no time to kill. Boom!
0: <laughs> like
1: I don't care. Shut your mouth and walk out. I, I mean, I've seen, uh, I've seen the long riders perform this song a couple of times live, and it still, still gets me. Yeah. Still gets me. I, I enjoy
0: this song a lot. Yes. Yeah. Me too. That was a great pick. Yeah. <laughs> That's so outlaw ish. Right. I mean, the name of the band, The Long Riders, is from an old Western, right? So, <laughs> there, you go.
1: there you go. So, so, uh, so the, we started with the number four track, went to number two, then uh, Tell It to Judge on Sunday is the number seven track at three minutes, six seconds. Yes. Then, Jeff, and I don't think there's a better way to end talking about Native Sons. Then with track 11, which is three minutes, 50 seconds. Yes. And the if I'm right, it's the longest.
0: I think you're right. No,
1: no, no. no. There's one song that's a, a little longer, too close to the light. But Jeff, oh. what's your final pick?
0: So I went with the last song in the album. Um, interestingly mm-hmm. enough, uh, Tell It to the Judge on Sunday was one of two singles from this album. This other single was I Had a Dream and that's my pick. So I'm picking the single from the album and I just looked it up. Um, It reached number four on the UK charts and the album reached number one on the UK indie charts. So um, I had a dream and I love the melodies and I love the 12 string guitar on this and uh, the singing on it was just great. The first song I picked Run Dusty Run was a Sid song, but I I had to focus on Stephen McCarthy. Of course. Yes. So, um, We've already mentioned Sid, we've mentioned Tom, we mentioned Greg, but we cannot leave out Stephen McCarthy from this band. So, uh, not only as a great lead guitar player, but as a songwriter and lyricist and singer, uh, I mean these guys just double hit with great vocals. Yes. Um, Had to focus on Stephen McCarthy. So of course I had a dream and listen to these twelve strings. Beautiful string guitar.
3: So hard to explain The way things are And a quick thing can change But you never listen Just turn your head Never even heard a single word that he said While it's true now that I'm not a saint I felt pain when you lived a hate you Said it before and I'll say it again Leave me alone, man, Treat me like a friend well, I had a dream last night Everybody's laughing and everything was alright Still some hope in sight, that was last night I had a dream last night Nobody's trying, nobody's right Still some hope in sight, that was last night I sound like the rest We're trying hard not to be too depressed Once they take everything i have left so easy So if you're dreaming, I hope that you do Wish for the best, hope that it comes true Who knows what you'll leave when you're through I had a dream last night Everybody's laughing and everything was alright. Still some hope inside, that was last night. I had a dream last night. Nobody's crying and nobody's fighting. Still some hope inside, that was last night.
0: a way to end an album. <laughs> There's a couple things I wanted to mention about the song. I should have mentioned that um, Sid Griffin is the one that plays the twelve string guitar, and then Stephen McCarthy comes over and plays. Uh, I, I think it's a Fender guitar, but he comes over and plays the the, the chords, the more power chords. So, um, and that twelve string guitar that Sid Griffin plays on. I remember when we were at the Roxy seeing them. And um, I think I may have been knighted by that twelve-string guitar. You were, you were, you were blessed by it and knighted. Yes, but and one think, only Sid Griffin. Yes, I do remember him playing the twelve-string on that part as I was listening to it, and a, a great twelve-string part that is. Um, made a made a that song just very special. It definitely has that birds feel to it. So.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, and um, that end guitar part where they're both just going off. It's so much fun. <laughs> so much fun to me. Just you could tell they're just both feeling it. And it comes across in the recording too. But I mentioned the birds uh several times uh, as an influence. Um, um if you read the credits of the album, the birds uh member Gene Clark is mm. actually on included on this album um and adds some vocals to the track Ivory Tower, which we right. didn't play but how cool is that that they actually had a member from the birds playing on this album. So yeah, I thought that was very cool too. And before we say goodbye and call it an episode, uh, there's one thing on the back of the album. It says the long riders wish success and happiness to all bands everywhere. And I thought that was kind of cool and touching. So like the long riders, I, say I wish success to everybody that's listening to this podcast and those who aren't and just wish health and happiness to everybody
1: yes amen
0: and uh as we mentioned before we're coming up on our 100th episode so if you're at all interested please send us a file if if you have any questions ask us anything um or go ahead and email us at paisleystager r and r at gmail.com you can send the file there you can also contact us on facebook twitter or instagram
1: there you go and be a part of our 100th episode because we wouldn't be here without you
0: absolutely not we would have stopped at six or eight episodes
1: <laughs> <laughs> jeff and i really don't have that much to talk about <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly exactly <laughs> but Native oh my funds, God. what an album what an album oh.
1: I'm, I really hope this uh, motivates
0: people to go pick it up and
1: put, put the platter on the record player.
0: Yes, or spin that disc or, or click that one. file. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. All right. Oh, and uh, just, just as a quick footnote, I had a dream there's um, on YouTube, there's a pretty, pretty good video of them playing uh, live for a, for a TV show in Europe if I'm right um, go check it out Yes, I mean it's just first of all because it's just an awesome song but too the performance is fantastic by the band and uh, I don't know I don't think we can thank Tom Stevens, Sid Griffin, <laughs> Stephen McCarthy and Greg Souders enough for just giving us uh, this album but
0: thank you thank you alright
1: Stephen, Stephen and Sid
0: yes come visit us
1: we want you on the show <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All bad. right, mi gente, Groove on, Paisley people. That was fun.